It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Mark Blunden and this is The Leader. A possible 100,000 Covid cases a day. That was the warning from Health Secretary Sajid Javid at the Downing Street lectern. It's looking like another difficult winter for Londoners going about our daily lives. We know how those everyday tasks can become logistical challenges. No wonder the London Chamber of Commerce is urging decisive government action about the road ahead. So, how will this uncertainty hit the pound in our pocket? How should we prepare ourselves for winter? And how is the infection rate looking right now? Here's the Health Secretary. Yesterday, we reported 43,738 new cases across the UK up 16% from the previous week, and they could go yet as high as 100,000 a day. We're also seeing greater pressure on the NHS. Across the UK, we're now approaching 1,000 hospitalizations per day. We wanted to get an objective view from two experts in the fields of health and business, so welcome to the Evening Standards Health Editor Ross Lydell and Consumer Business Editor Jonathan Prynne. First off, what are you reporting today and what, what are your reactions to um, this business leader's criticism of uh, government inaction? I think business leaders uh, are now realising that um, case rates are, are rising very, very sharply and they are you know, very worried that if the thing carries out of control, that they, the government will be forced into measures that have a major impact on on their performance and on, on their companies. So they're starting to say now, uh, we'd rather have some m- more modest measures, sort of measures in the Plan B package that the, the government uh, has spelt out last month, mainly about wearing masks in public places, and having vaccine passports in in large indoor for for large indoor events as well, they're saying we'd rather have a touch on the tiller now those sorts of measures than a than a major major lockdown uh, or severe restrictions later in the winter. Sadiq Khan, the mayor, is particularly concerned. He's been arguing for some time for mask wearing to become. Uh, legally enforceable on the tube. You remember back in what, July time as part of the so-called Freedom Day that Boris Johnson said it was no longer a sort of criminal offence not to wear a mask on public transport. Uh, many of us who then come into work on the tube or on buses will see that probably more people are not wearing masks now than wearing masks. What Sadiq said is that essentially he's concerned that uh, he wants some sort of form of plan B because 
if it results or if it goes so far that we now have to work from home again, which would be the next obvious step if, if you know masks don't come back again, then this would have a disastrous effect on Transport for London's finances. So we know already in the past sort of year and a half the level of travel on the tube and buses went way down to about 10, 5% of what was normal. TfL was bailed out by the government on three occasions. The government spent about £5 billion just keeping TfL going. Sadiq says, if we all go back to working from home again, it's going to be further bad news for TfL. Really don't need it. They're already slightly behind revenue again this year. So that's his big concern. We spoke to Professor Adam Finn yesterday, who's on the the, the JCVI. I was kind of corresponding what he was saying with Kwasi Kwarteng's interview, and Kwasi Kwarteng wouldn't even say... You know, just wear a mask. Yes, do that. And it just really brought home to me this this disconnect between kind of government on one side and health on the other side. I think uh, the government is very hemmed in by its backbenchers now. Uh, there's a very large number of of its uh, of its backbenchers that would be strongly opposed to any tightening of the measures, uh, and it it might well have trouble getting any sort of legislation through the commons, uh, particularly on more restrictive measures. So the government's really in a rock and a hard place at the moment. All the, the medical establishment and other business establishment is starting to say, we must have some further restrictions now to avoid uh, a major uh, a major lockdown or, or a work from home order later in the winter, which would be very damaging for the economy again. Um, and on the other hand, it's got increasing numbers of its own party uh, MPs saying no we will not we will, will not support any further um, restrictions on on the public and this would I mean you know, there's a lot of resistance to vaccine passports in particular because they're seen as a sort of uh, in some way anti-British and a, you know um, in, intruding on personal freedoms and the state and sort of uh, you know that sort of show me your papers type mentality so the government's in a very very difficult position do you think is there any other way we should be preparing ourselves my idea really would be that working from home an extra day a week just now if you're coming in say four days a week then come in three days a week do it gradually and let's just sort of be cautious and see what happens um personally and you know, always try and cycle in rather than get the tube um, you know, when I have got the tube normally when it's chucking it down with rain, then um, the carriages have been pretty packed, really. You know, the weekend as well, the overground, I try and get the overground rather than the, the tube because the ventilation is better. TfL says, interestingly, that every three minutes the air inside a tube carriage is replenished just by the doors opening and closing. Now, I kind of doubt that from my experience on the Victoria Line. It does not feel like clean air every three minutes. That might be true on the district line out on the the overground. Hmm. So I'm puzzled by that. So I would say, you know, just moderate your behaviour slightly, cycle more if you can, walk more if you can. It might be a sensible thing to do, keep wearing your mask. And do you have um, a, a figure on this, you know, the, the, the forecasted financial impact on London sort of going ahead if there are sort of further further lockdowns this kind of concern well it's it, it's it's hard to put a, a number on it but um you know the the, 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 the lockdowns and and the restrictions and the, the kind of no show of commuters and uh, 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 and foreign tourists over the last 18 months have you know have, have cost businesses in London 
many, many tens of billions of pounds. They are, as Ross says, it, you know, things are recovering now, and the numbers, all the indicators are looking increasingly healthy. Office occupation, the press a manger index, you know, how, how busy the sandwich bars are. Ridership on the buses in particular is, is, being, is strong now. And Ross, how are we looking um, compared to this time last year? So we're in a slightly better position in terms of COVID by itself. So at present, there are, I think, about 3,600 new cases announced in London last night, which is up about 500 on the previous day, but it's still way short of the sort of nine, 10,000 cases we're getting at the peak, especially sort of January was probably the worst time of the entire pandemic at the start of the last winter. The number of people with COVID in hospitals is broadly flatlining. It's about 950. Again, it's previously been way, way over a thousand. But the big issue, and this is one we heard yesterday from guys in St. Thomas's, which is now not just the biggest NHS trust in London, but obviously famously where Boris Johnson was treated when he had COVID. It was saying that it's got pretty much a sort of triple whammy of pressures because not only has it got more people coming in through A&E and especially children, but it's also trying to treat the backlog it's got many thousands of patients waiting for care especially some more than a year and including cancer cases while then expecting more patients to come in with covid because it's got an intensive care unit as well so there is this concern that those three things will come together it won't just be covid it's all the work they're trying to catch up on as well so the news there is they're looking to have to share patients out across london to prevent one hospital in itself getting overloaded so you can expect that you might not get treated at st thomas's but you could end up at king's college or you could end up in lewisham hospital or vice versa what would your your advice be in terms of a being good neighbors and be just sort of looking after yourself and and you know your fellow fellow commuters well the best advice first off is to get yourself double jabbed there's no doubt that's the best way to stop yourself ending up in hospital or dying from covid there's still bizarrely about one million adults in london that are not double jabbed there's a huge number of people for various reasons have not come forward to get vaccinated quite why you know they obviously have their own reasons but that is the best thing you can do secondly if you have a child aged 12 to 15 think very hard about getting your child vaccinated as well it's now been agreed that that there is benefit there that it's safe to do do that as well because children are at very low risk of falling seriously ill from covid however they can easily pass the virus on to others who are more vulnerable the third thing would be if you're over 50 or in one of the special groups get your booster you do have to wait six months from your second job to your third so look for the dates when you had your second one come forward for that too the next thing you can do of course is get your flu jab as well which will help again it's over 50s but it's also all school children for the first time as well can get the flu jab or the nasal spray for the younger children so do those things but i would also suggest too a very basic thing don't have as many meetings inside don't go to crowded pubs don't have big parties around your house we'll all be inside more as the weather gets colder try to mix less There's more on this story in the Evening Standard newspaper and at standard.co.uk. That's The Leader. We're back tomorrow at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.